Again, Hebrews chapter 13. We'll be looking at verses 7 and 8 this morning with a focus on Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you're, familiar, if you're familiar with Hebrews 13, you know that the writer of Hebrews takes time to apply in many different ways what he has been saying about the supremacy of Jesus Christ in the book of Hebrews. In this 13th chapter, there's at least 22 commands that call us to respond in obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. The first six verses of Hebrews 6 are crucial to the life of a church. They talk about our brotherly love for each other, our love for strangers, our care for the suffering, the purity that we need in marriage, the freedom from covetousness that we ought to live with, and how we ought to be content with the presence of God. In the last section of Hebrews 13, we are called to submit to our spiritual leaders. And then the writer requests prayer for himself and then offers a wonderful benediction. We're looking at the center portion of Hebrews 13 today and next week, verses 7 through 16. And again, I choose this section and I focus on verse 8 because that captures my attention. But I'm interested in how verse 8 relates to the entire, entire context in which it, it is found. On the surface, the text is plain and clear. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's simply expressing what theologians call the immutability of God. Remember, God said to Moses, I am that I am. His name, Yahweh, expresses his immutability. And it's this name that Jesus claimed for himself in the Gospel of John when he said, before Abraham was, I am. He claimed the name of Yahweh and the immutability that goes with that name. If you're familiar with the book of Hebrews, you know that chapter 1 begins with the immutable character of Jesus Christ. Listen to some of those words in Hebrews 1. But of the Son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They all will wear out like a garment. Like a robe, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. 
The immutability of Christ is in contrast to the changes of life and the changes of the world in which we live. Some of those changes are indicated in verse 7, where former leaders of the church have died, leaders that were respected, leaders that the church depended upon. And yet the writer is reminding them that it is the immutability of Christ, not the immutability of leaders or of churches or of friends or of family that gives us the strength to persevere through life. Life is full of changes. Again, we see that every day. Some are for the better. Some are for the worse. But there is always change taking place. But our comfort is this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. We live in a world where governments change and economies change and physical appearances change and friends change and neighborhoods change and our health changes. And yes, we live in a world that is uncertain, that is unpredictable. So on what then do we depend? The writer of Hebrews says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And from our text this morning, there are two questions I would like to answer about this immutable Jesus. First of all, who is he? And then briefly, how do I respond to him? Who is this immutable Jesus? Well, that is the central question of the book of Hebrews. And it's really the central question of life. Who is this immutable Jesus? Is Jesus really the same yesterday, today, and forever? In a changing and volatile world, do I have an unchanging, secure anchor for my soul? If you were to go back in Hebrews to chapter 11, you would see that the old covenant saints were looking forward in faith to Jesus Christ. And they lived faithfully. They were sustained through all of the challenges and, and, and changes of life. They were faithful and they died in faithfulness even though they had never seen the fulfillment of the promise of the coming of Jesus Christ. Yet they were faithful because they looked to Jesus Christ. And that same one who was the object of their faith and who sustained them through life and death, that same one, our text tells us, is available to me. I can be faithful just like those heroes of faith. I am glad that in my own life I had the privilege of witnessing a sustained and persevering faith both in my father and in my grandfather. Both of them were simple men who knew what it was to be forgiven and ransomed and rescued from their sin. Neither of them were well educated. My dad himself 
made it to about sixth grade. He was a simple man with a simple faith who lived every day of his life believing that what Jesus Christ had done for him was profound, was real, and that the same Jesus who saved him when he was 23 years old would be the same Jesus when he passed from this life at the age of 92. Both my dad and granddad are with the Lord. But the Jesus whom they believed in is the Jesus whom you and I believe in today and we can trust him. But for the first part of this message, I want to answer that question, who is this Jesus Christ? And I want to answer it from giving a brief survey of what the book of Hebrews teaches about Jesus Christ. But in this part of the sermon, I actually want you to participate. I want us to do what many ethnic churches do. They call it talk back. Now talk back is not an anemic, soft response to the word of God. Talk back is a robust and powerful and forceful, forceful response. It is a amen, it's a praise the Lord, it's a hallelujah. But your talk back will be this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Wherever you are, would you repeat that right now? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And I'm going to go through the book of Hebrews and I'm going to make statements about Jesus Christ. And at the end of each statement, I want you to join me in saying, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And hopefully by the end of this sermon, you will have memorized a powerful, a profound, a life-changing verse. Who is this Jesus Christ? According to chapter 1, he is the same son of God, the image of the father, the creator and the sustainer of heaven and earth. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same one who clothes himself in humanity that he may experience death for every man. Jesus Christ is the same yes. yesterday and today and forever. He is the same one who pioneers and blazes the trail of salvation for all who will follow him. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same one who sacrifices for us and who sanctifies us and who is not ashamed to call us our, his brothers and his sisters. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. 
He is the same sympathetic Savior who triumphed over the devil and who helps us in all of our temptations. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same apostle and high priest of our confession who builds the eternal house of salvation in which we live. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same one who brings us to the throne of his Father so that we may find mercy and grace in time of need. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same one who gives the promised rest for weary travelers and weary sinners. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same one who is of a priestly order that will never, ever end. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same priest, holy, harmless, undefiled, made higher than the heavens. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same priest who ever lives to make intercession for us. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same one who offers himself as a once for all sacrifice for sins. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same one in whose blood you will find forgiveness for your sins. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same one who brings us not to Mount Sinai and its holy wrath, but to the heavenly Mount Zion and that grand celestial celebration. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is the same one who disciplines you because he loves you. He is the same one whom saints of old have found to be faithful in life and death. He is the same one who is coming and who will fulfill every promise to his children. He is the same God whose wrath rebels should fear and in whom repentant sinners find mercy. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He was all of this yesterday. He is all of this today. He will be all of this tomorrow. He will not change. Never, ever will he change. He is the same yesterday and today and forever. And all of God's people should say, Amen. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. We need to remember that because all else changes in life, Jesus Christ is the same. You will change. Your faith may falter. 
he is the same. Your heart may become hard, he is the same. Your sin may become attractive, but he is the same. Your love may grow cold, but he remains the same. Your hands may become weary, but Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Time changes. I've walked with Jesus for 50 years, and I still find him to be the loving and merciful Savior who filled my life with joy and peace in September of 1970. And here in March of 2020, 50 years later, Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday and today and forever. Ever. Through 45 years of marriage and five children and 12 grandchildren and pastoring in five different churches, I still find that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Societies change. I realize that I live in a radically different world than 1970 when I became a believer. And I live in a radically different world than the world of my parents in the 1950s. Technology changes, moral sensibilities change, science changes, philosophies change. But the good news is Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. We're all aware that our circumstances change. The young grow old, the strong become weak. Our health deteriorates. Life, we go through the life movements of school and career and family and our circumstances are always changing. Finances change, living situations change. But Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Relationships change. I've known and pastored hundreds of people, if not thousands. But I only have a few good, lasting friends. Through life, I've been betrayed by some. I've been disappointed by others. There was one night in my ministry that I went to bed with what I thought were 100 friends. And the next day, I woke up and found out that I had but one friend because of a particular decision I made. Relationships change, but every day I wake up realizing Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Your feelings may change. My dad told me early on that the journey to eternity is like being on a train from Philadelphia to New York. On that train, you may get sick or you may be healthy. On that train, you may be happy or you may be sad. On that train, you may pass through a valley or you may rise on the mountain. But regardless of where you are on that train that is moving from Philly to New York, you are still on your way to New York. And his point was, if you are in Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter how you feel. If you are in Jesus Christ, he is the same 
yesterday, today, and forever. Throughout history, believers around the world, young believers and old ones and rich ones and poor ones and believers of every race share one constant hope in life and death. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, in a changing and volatile world, in Jesus I have an unchanging, secure anchor for my soul. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Nothing will change that. That's who this Jesus is. But my second question is, how do we respond to this Jesus? And here we look at verse 7. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Three imperatives, three things that the author wants us to reflect upon as we think about this unchanging Jesus. Remember your leaders, he said, those who spoke to you the word of God. Of course, he's not saying you shouldn't honor your present leaders. I hope you do that. I hope you can respect and follow and see in the elders of Grace Church men who are pursuing faithfulness to God. But it's good to know that there are people in your life, there are people that you have learned from who are now with the Lord as some of the leaders were as the writer of Hebrews writes this epistle. That some of them have finished their course and they have finished it well they finished it with faithfulness we all know that it's easy to start a race and it's somewhat easy to run a portion of the race but finishing the race and finishing it well is the challenge of our faith I can remember one day waking up and reading a Christian news bulletin that told me that in one city in the U.S., three pastors of mega churches in one week, in six months, I'm sorry, three pastors in six months fell into sexual immorality. They did not finish well. They won't be remembered for their moments of faithfulness. They'll be remembered for their failure to be faithful. Paul, the writer of Hebrews says, remember those who have gone before you, who spoke to you in the past, the word of God. They're now with the Lord. They're, they're spiritual heroes because they lived faithfully and they died faithfully. And he says, consider, 
Consider the outcome of their way of life. Consider the outcome of their faithfulness. Consider that all they went through, as you go back and read Hebrews chapter 11, and you see all of the suffering that many believers have gone through historically. Consider not the difficulty of their life. Consider not the struggles of their life. Consider the outcome of their faith in Jesus Christ. That they died in faithfulness and rose in the presence of a God who said, Well done, good and faithful servant. May we be able to say with Paul when we come to our end, I fought a good fight. I finished the course. I kept the faith. I love what Charles Spurgeon has said about departing believers. I quote, Charles Spurgeon said, the very happiest persons I have ever met have been departing believers. The only people for whom I have felt any envy have been dying members of this very church whose hands I have grasped in their passing away. Almost without exception, I have seen in them holy delight and triumph. And in the exceptions to this exceeding joy, I have seen deep peace exhibited in a calm and deliberate readiness to enter into the presence of their God. You must remember that regardless of what the end may be, if the end is in Jesus Christ, then the same Jesus who saved you, the same Jesus who walked with you through all of life, is the same Jesus in your dying moments. He is the same Savior, the same good Savior yesterday, today, and forever. Remember and consider. And he says, imitate their faith, not their conduct. Imitate their faith. Because if you imitate their faith, conduct will follow. Faith comes before works. Faith comes before living. We sustain faithful living, not by trying to sustain faithful living. We sustain faithful living by keeping the eye of faith on Jesus Christ, the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you imitate their faith, you will imitate their faithfulness. May we say with Paul, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. And I'm convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Or as my dad would often quote his life verse, his favorite verse, that he which has begun a good work in you will continue to perform it to its completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the same. 
the same love with which he loved me on September 10th, 1970, the same love with which he loved me when he gave his life on the cross, that love is mine today in the midst of a world that offers so many threats and challenges. We can say with Paul, I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You could paraphrase that verse. I am sure that neither coronavirus or joblessness or lack of provision or economic instability or isolation or failing health or death itself or the uncertainty of tomorrow, nothing will ever separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. When you wake up tomorrow morning and the next day, and when you see the world change here around you with such rapidity, never, ever forget that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. And God bless you. Let's pray together, shall we? Father, give us grace to imitate the steadfast faith of those who have gone before us. We walk by faith, not by sight. Give us eyes that are disciplined to look to Jesus Christ in all of his sufficiency, in all of his triumph over sin and death and Satan. Help us to look to him and as we look to him in faith to become faithful, to rest, to rejoice, to be at peace to love others, to be selfless. God, give us grace to look to Jesus Christ and to keep believing that though tomorrow will change, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen.